what up what up what up it's your girl Costa Chelsea and um I just want to say disclaimer if you're around your children please turn off this episode because today we are getting very um dirty okay today is such a beautiful day uh congratulations if you are listening because you made it to another day hey yeah so I had nothing to do today well not really I just was off of my regular nine to five which is doing hair I'm a cosmetologist for those who do not know I'm licensed in the state of New Jersey shout out to you yeah so kids are actually back in school today was the first day after spring break that they are in school and I just want to say shout out to the school system for being opening up full time and I'm taking on these kids it's a big responsibility shout out to the teachers I love you you're awesome I appreciate you you're important and um yeah okay Mondays, I like to say, is Hot Mom Monday. If you follow me on Instagram, Kosa Chelsea, Kosa underscore Chelsea, um, you will see that Mondays typically is my Hot Mom Monday, Me Monday, period. I do anything from go day drinking, hit brunch, um, go get me a massage, do some shopping, run some errands. I just do some shit for me, you know. Me Monday, Hot Mom Monday, get in tune hashtag you know that if you guys decide to join along with me mondays hot my mondays and um also tag me at me in it let me know that you ladies are out there taking care of yourselves and i'm celebrating you so take mondays and make it celebrating you i mean even if you can't do mondays just pick a day out of the week to just do you i know a lot of people do work on mondays but i don't <laughs> Okay, people could talk all the crap they want to talk about hairstylists, but baby, we don't have to work every day of the week, and we damn sure don't have to work on a Monday. Um, so I'm I love my career, I love what I do, I'm grateful for um the the Mondays, okay. Um, but I will be back at work tomorrow, bright and early. I'll see you there. So anyway, I decided to get up and go to a diner and eat some breakfast and just work and write and brainstorm on my next moves with this podcast, with my hair extension business, with cosmetology, with everything. And in the midst of all that, I had got a dick back. Now, do if you know what a dick back is, please... It, Feel free to tell me what you think it is in the comments. Please give me a definition of what a dick back is. Let me know, have you ever had a dick back? And what was it like? What was your experience like? Also, follow the Instagram page for The Situation Talk. It is the underscore situation underscore talk on IG. Message me any topics that you want to talk about, um, any questions you want to ask me, any advice you want to ask me. I'm more than open to um, have you featured on the podcast. So it's three different ways you're going to be able to contact me. DM on IG from the situation talk or email the situation talk at yahoo.com and then later on in another episode I will be providing 
a phone number for you guys to leave a voicemail. All right, now moving forward. So I'm eating breakfast. I had some pancakes and eggs and hash browns, just enjoying myself. Um, and I got a dick bag, okay? Now, this dick bag is um, a very iconic dick bag because I get this dick bag quite often. Quite often, no lie. Um, sometimes it pops up in my dreams. Sometimes it pops up when I'm at work. Sometimes it pops up just the most random days in in my life. I just get this dick bag. Now, this dick bag is a very special dick bag. And I've had other dick bags, but not quite like this one. This dick bag um, was this almost in a past life but not really it was in this life yeah it was but uh yeah so anyway so it was this guy that I was very familiar with I knew him for some while I knew him and I knew of him and I knew his peoples we had mutual friends and I mean when people hear this story they're gonna definitely know who and what I'm talking about but if you don't know you don't know and what you don't know won't hurt you so anyway so um uh, I was in this weird position in my life where, I don't know, I was just in this like limbo, like state of mind in my life. And um, somebody, which is this guy, reached out to me and he says, um, you know, just starts having a short conversation with me. You know, he, he, he does, he's not coming off pushy or like he has any um alternative motive like he's trying to get in my pants like he's trying to digmatize me like he's trying to make me have 10 babies like he he just was chill as ever and we would just converse about different things and we had some of the same views on different things it was a really good conversation um he invited me to hang out with him and chill with him a couple times we had chilled the vibe was good I'm like this dude is cool as hell and on top of that he was funny he had some jokes on him I'm like oh okay he cool it just goes to show you that personality does go a long way every female loves a funny man I know I do if I could be with you and you could make me laugh all day long I'm with it the only thing about him is that he wasn't that good looking, but it didn't bother me none because, <clears throat> excuse me, I just had a dick back. I mean, looks is not everything, but then again, you know, like I'm really, I guess, kind of like a sapiosexual type of person. So it's more of the mental for me. Like you can't buy me, you can't, um, I don't know. It's a lot of things that you cannot do to get me um but one of the things that you can do to get me is conversation intellectual conversations and I don't know I'm sapiosexual I guess I'm learning that term that's a new term but I truly feel like the way you can actually keep somebody is by having those intimate intellectual conversations with people I feel like you could fuck somebody real good but that's not going to keep anybody's attention or interest so basically like I was feeling a kid or whatever so one day we're chilling uh he invites me to go somewhere else with him and I'm like oh okay so I come through we hang out I have fun then 
that was it. Like, I felt so comfortable with him in my moment of vulnerability because I ended up getting drunk. So when I was with him, I got drunk, and he didn't try any funny shit. He just made sure I was good. He got me something to eat. Like, you know, he was just so cool. He was decent. So I'm like, oh, he cool, he cool. So then... um another time I had invited him over my house like I just felt comfortable enough for him to come over so I'm like if you're not doing anything you should come over so he comes over and I had ordered some pizza and stuff not really thinking too much of it like I wanted something to eat but I didn't want to cook I wasn't sure if he was gonna come over but he did come over so I just ordered some pizza it was fast so we chilling and stuff and um we had sex like I didn't plan on us, like, having sex, but it just happened, and I didn't regret it, and I wasn't sure if I should, you know? Whew, okay, whew, okay, whew. I just had to dig back again, because that dig back could take your breath away. So, immediately, when I had sex with him... I knew that I liked him and I wanted to do it again and again and again. I was like, just hooked, okay? Um, the thing about it is, I didn't know if I was in love or this was just toxic dick or both. I, I don't know, all the above. Um, so, yeah, so we had sex and he, <laughs> after we got done, he was like, you're not going anywhere, you're mine. <laughs> In the back of my head, I'm saying, thinking, okay, we got some eyes. I ain't going nowhere either, boo. Like, <laughs> so at that moment, we made it official. Like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> uh, we was boyfriend and girlfriend, and we was like having lots and lots and lots of sex. Like, child, child. The dick back is real. Okay, that I don't want to talk about that man's dick too much. But the dick was fire. Afterwards, literally, that's all I could think about is like each and every moment, like every stroke, every everything. After the first encounter, that's when I had my very first dick back while we were sitting there cuddling. I'm sitting there laying next to this man like, oh, he is so decent. Oh, my God. Is this my man? I know he ain't just give me dick like that. Is that my dick now? Ow. I start making up songs and raps in my head. I'm like, shorty, this your dick? I'm like, daddy, that's my dick. Ow. I'm like, daddy, 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 Kosa and such and such. Get it on. It was a great time in my life, okay? Um, yeah. I, 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 this is really hard for me. It's traumatizing in a sense. This dig back come Like, I've woken up out my sleep thinking about this dick. And it's been so long ago since I had this dick. And I could go back to the dick, but I don't want to. Ladies, leave a comment. Let me know if you ever had um, some dick that you could go back to was good dig and all that other stuff but you just don't want to go back and I'm gonna get into all of that but as of right now um 
yeah, I just want to kind of just let this off of me. Like, I, this situation, this dig back, I'm just hoping that, like, if I put it in the universe, it will stop coming back to me. <laughs> I'm so tired of this dick coming back to me in my head. I am. Like, it kind of reminds me of when you're on Facebook and they send you a throwback or they'll be like, yeah, a year ago this time. Da, da, da. And it's like, in my head, rent-free, it'll be like, boom, five years ago, you were sitting here choking on this dick. What? Oh, my God. And I, I could be, like, doing somebody's hair. I could be doing a blowout. And it'd be like, oh, my God, I just got a dick back my bed. Let's talk about the most awkward times when you get a dick back. Like, have you been eating ice cream before and get a dick back? It's awkward as fuck, ain't it? I get most of my dick backs when I'm eating food um, because typically most of the guys that I like the most always fed me. This is exactly why I'm 200 pounds, solid, thick, big, juicy, ribeye. So niggas out there that's always trying to take me out to eat for a date, that's why I'm ignoring you. I'm tired of y'all niggas feeding me, okay? You want to take me on a date? Take me for a walk, baby. Take me to the gym. Pay my gym membership for the year instead of spending $100 or $200 at a restaurant, baby. I don't need a meal. I'm not missing none. I promise. I mean, my gym membership ain't that much. I only go to Planet Fitness, but with you and me put together, baby, I can go to L.A. any day. L.A. Fitness, what's up? Honestly, at this point, I think all men are reading from the same dating book, and they don't know what the fuck to do. They just, can I take you to eat? Can I fuck? Which, like, which one? The best one these niggas got is like, can I cook for you? I'm going to let some of you niggas cook for me. I ain't going to lie. But not all of y'all. Like, all of y'all, really? That's all y'all? Every single one of y'all just cooking out here. All you niggas is cooking. Come on now. Come up with something new. Be original. I don't know if I want to say be original, but I want to say be organic or just be different. Damn, why y'all all y'all doing the same shit? You know what's about to happen. Females about to start pulling up on you or texting you like, what you doing? Did you cook tonight? I'm going to come through. I'm going to spin. I'm going to spin around the block. Or when they come over your house, they're going to be like, you ain't cook dinner? Oh, fuck no. I ain't fucking with you. What type of nigga don't cook and got no meals ready when I walk in this house? And then when all her homegirls ask you, like, oh, why you and Dante ain't together no more? Man, that nigga stopped cooking. He don't cook no more. I need him. I need my nigga to cook. All my niggas got to cook. I don't, I don't do that shit. It's about to be some type of meme or slogan out there. Girl, if your nigga don't cook, get you a new one. If your nigga don't make steak, get you a new nigga. Like, watch, 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 watch. I mean, I don't want to devalue a cooking man because... Cooking men have great, great, great value. Some of the best chefs are men. I mean, most of the best chefs are. But my point is, when you're trying to date someone, try to try something different. You know what? I'm going to do an episode about that one day. An episode about the different types of dates or date ideas that you can have when you're trying to get to know someone. Besides, you know, I think it's one thing when you're just trying to fuck. Like, it's evident. Like, okay, he's just trying to fuck. Niggas is not trying to invest too much time and effort into just, you know, a fuck buddy. But if you're seriously trying to date a woman, like, let's let's come up with some brainstorming ideas. Some of you men are very clever. I'm sure most of you guys could write a number one selling book on 
a hundred ways to get away with cheating, but you don't know a hundred ways to date. But I believe that y'all got this and y'all could do better and you're going to do better. If not, I'm still going to manifest it into the universe and hope that it comes back and lands on my front porch. So back to the situation at hand. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of times I get dick backs, you know, throughout the day. It's, it's, it's challenging, you know. Shout out to the women out here who are surviving through their dick backs. Um, yeah, so... I was dealing with this guy for a few months and the best part of our relationship, I want to say had to be the sex. Like it had to be the sex. Like this man wasn't lacking in any areas at all. And either was I, you know, it feels good to be satisfied and to be able to satisfy someone else. That is a great dynamic. I be seeing some of these like home videos that you guys are recording of yourselves with your mates and stuff and putting it all over the internet and Twitter and stuff. <laughs> I be seeing y'all or whatever doing y'all thing. And I just be thinking to myself, like, I used to be sucking this nigga dick so good. That nigga was crying. It was never a moment where we had time enough to grab a camera, put it, you know, on and, and record each other. Like, it was just very spontaneous, hot and exciting and good. Like, once you was there, you was there. You didn't want to move. You didn't want to do anything else. You don't want to pause and stop and mess up the moment or nothing like that. So I just never, I never was the type to, like, record myself because I just, when I'm in the moment, I'm in the moment. When I'm in the mood, I'm in the mood. And it is what it is. And no lie, sometimes it's so good that, Who's thinking about holding a goddamn camera or aiming it in the right direction? That's very talented and crafty, and I I haven't got there yet. I haven't mastered that part. Maybe that will come in my next relationship. Shoot. Honestly, I want my next real relationship to be something that is going to end in marriage and long-term longevity, something long-lasting, everlasting, and be with someone that's with all the shits but back to the story and besides sex we had things in common we wanted to do the same things and go to same places so we did a lot we was really really like freaky I don't know if it was him or if it was me it might have been me I think I was more of the aggressor like I think I was more of the person to be like hey um you want to run me some dick I'm just saying Ain't nobody around right now, you know. You ain't got to go to work until another 30 minutes, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it was so bad to the point where, like, he would be like, babe, I'm on break. I'd be like, mm, well, you want to come up there and give you some head? I, I'll come up there and give you some head real quick. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me what you want to do. Like, I was, I was trying to get that dick all the time. Like, that's all I was thinking about. All the time, all the time, you're always on my mind. Damn. I'm tired of this damn dick bag. I ain't never, I, I haven't had a situation like that, okay? Because he was withy and lengthy and taller than me. Like, I want to say like six six one i'm five one so it worked you know i was the big one in the um 
in a relationship. I'm thicker, you know, I'm solid. Thicky icky. Okay. And he was smaller, like skinnier, you know, more athletic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. He had a lot of self-control when it came to sex. He had in his mind, like, he was going to make me get mines a couple times or a few times before he got his. Um, that was awesome. That was so fun. That was, I, you know, I appreciated him for that. What I did notice is that he's more dominating in the bedroom and I'm more naturally submissive. So, you know, it it worked out well. I feel like niggas can't call themselves dominant in the bedroom if they don't have self-control. Like, you can't just be getting in a pussy going all stupid and nothing all fast. Mm, I don't know. Risky. No buena. But yeah, so like any relationship, we had problems in our relationship, which weren't really major problems. Like, it really wasn't. But you know what I noticed? What became like more of a problem than anything when people found out that we were together? It's the hype that came up with it because people were like, how did this happen? You know, it was so confusing to a lot of people. They just wanted to be in our business all the time. And then, you know... Other people had got that dick before, so some people knew what he was working with. So a lot of people was like, oh, she just, she getting dick down. She fucking with this nigga because she getting dick down. And you know what? They might have been right, you know? I don't, I really don't know. I think so. I think it had a good, like, maybe 80, 80 85, 85% to do with it. Um, But at the moment, I didn't... I I didn't look at it like that. Like, I was just like, he's so good to me. He was. Don't get me wrong. He was really, really good to me. Um, So I'm going to say, like, 5% of the situation was, like, a little, like, problem. Like, we had problems that end up turning into, like, 10%, then 20%. So, like, the percentage of, like, what made up our relationship at first was, like majority of it was sex and then it like problems that we have end up like taking more percentage making less room for sex which wasn't that fun so yeah that's why we kind of end up not being together because you know we have problems in our relationship and even though the dick was still on the table I still had to leave it alone because I'm loyal. I'm a type of person, like, if you digging me down, I'm most likely you're the only person digging me down. You're the only person I think about and the only person I want to be with. Really. Getting a dick. I mean, are you getting a pussy, then you damn near got me. But not really. Not all the time. It's not always like that. Um, niggas then tried it. Didn't work. They had me fucked up. But, yeah, so... I don't think in this situation I have I was digmatized. I just think that it was a whole lot of big dick energy, you know, <laughs> big daddy energy. And I would, I, you know, once you get that type of energy as a woman, a female, feline, you know, you just don't want to let that go. Because a lot of niggas, they think they got big dick energy, but they really don't. They really don't. And they, they don't know it. They don't, they've never had it and they don't know what to do about it. But this nigga had big dick energy. 
people don't realize that big dick energy is not just big dicks. It's also the characteristics that come with the big dick. Like, this nigga was paying bills and taking care of business. So, when you have a big dick, your energy is supposed to, you know, match. I think it was a statistic somewhere saying that um, you don't have big dick energy unless you pay bills. Um, quote me on that. I don't know. Somebody fact check me. I also think it's a statistic somewhere that says little dick energy is equated with anger issues and they like to argue a lot. Very argumentative. I think that that's what little dick energy is. Oh yeah, I forgot this one. They think they're the prize and they're cheap and they want to go 50-50. He got that little dick energy. I mean, I don't know how true these statistics are. Because, I mean, if you know, like I know, statistics are not facts. But it was in a book. And I feel like if you say shit out loud over and over, people will start believing it. I don't know. Hmm. It seems to be working for Kevin Samuels. Shout out to you. So, hey, why not give it a try? But about saying something over and over, I do remember once upon a time, I really liked a nigga based on his personality and for what he was, but he had a little dick. He didn't really have little dick energy. He had big dick energy, but he didn't have the dick to match. But I kept saying to myself over and over that this dick was good and it didn't happen. So I don't know, but hey, maybe prayer could have worked better or manifestation. I don't know, but you get the point. Anyway, back to the story. Once the moment I knew that I did not want to be with this person anymore and I was like, this relationship is not going to work. And even if it is going to work, it's going to take a hot ass day in hell for it to work. If I would have continued dealing with this man, then it would have been toxic dick. But I decided to leave him alone and go cold turkey. Um really cold turkey because that it was hard it was hard to just stop dealing with something so good and consistent it was great I mean (laughs) the thing about toxic anything is that people fail to realize how much power they have in the situation I knew right then and there at that moment that I had all the power like if I would have continued to deal with him That means I was giving my power away to be involved in toxic activity. If I chose to walk away like I did, I choose peace. And I feel like a lot of people have that power and don't use it. I feel like a lot of people want to be a victim of some toxic shit or toxic dick. And they don't want to admit it. It's so to the point that I think sometimes people want only toxic relationships. Like, a healthy, good, productive, loving, peaceful relationship is not good enough. Like, there has to be some type of drama, some type of toxic shit going on. Somebody got to be cheating on somebody. Somebody got to key a car, break a window out for you to qualify to be a husband or a wife at this point. Um, I think people watch too much Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, seriously, let's normalize healthy relationships where we 
love and take care of each other. And the most exciting thing that happens in a relationship is the fact that we went to Aruba and fucked on the balcony and a bunch of people seen us. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Like, that's the type of relationships I look forward to. Like, I don't want to be arguing with you about likes on Instagram or comments on your pictures or comments on my pictures. Like, I want us to be completely secure. I want to be like, babe, can you pick up my phone and post that picture that I was supposed to post the other day? I forgot. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be completely open and trustworthy. I want to trust my man. I want my man to be my best friend. I was talking to my work wife. Shout out to you. I love you, boo. I cannot wait to see you tomorrow. Like, I work with this girl, like, maybe two, three days out the week. And it's just a bond between me and her that is unexplainable. And honestly, I really thank God for her. Like, I feel like God is very clever. He does things um, in a very mysterious way. And I was at a point in my job when she came in where I was just like, I felt blah, 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 blah. Like, I felt no connection with anyone that was coming in that door. Um, And then she got hired. And I remember we were looking at each other like, "Mm, I don't know about you. You knew. And she's like, (laughs) you've been working here, so I'm going to be nice to you. And then we just started to have little conversations, say things to each other and pass in and stuff. And then we end up realizing we had a lot in common, like, and we're actually compatible. So I'm a Scorpio. She's a cancer. So we're extremely compatible. Like me and this girl have talked about everything under the sun. Like a lot of my confessions she knows about. And a lot of her confessions I know about, like, that is my boo. That's my best friend. I love her. I fuck with her. Like, I cannot wait to see her again. Like, I feel like I need to see her every week and I can't wait to see her. And I know that I'm going to see her. And if I don't see her, I never question in my mind that she loves me or like she's my bitch. You know what I mean? And I want a relationship like that with a man where I'm like, that's my nigga. That's my man. He got my back. I love him. I will always, he will always have my back. He will always be there for me. Like, that's my best friend. Like, we hang out, we chill, we talk about everything. And then on top of that, we get to have sex, like good sex on that, like freaky sex as much as we want, like open and honest about everything. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I want. I feel like I don't know what's going on or what's in the air, what's in the water, but I feel like nothing is genuine these days or organic. Like, Niggas be trying to press shit, like push a narrative, like, or, or buy a bond, buy a bond. Oh, let me take you shopping. Oh, let me do this. Oh, let me spend. They think if they spend money on you that you're going to like them. Yeah, I like that shit, but it's not, it's, you can't buy a genuine bond. It's not going to fucking work. I've tried it and niggas have tried it with me and it did not work. Um. I don't know if that's like what I'm asking for and what I say I want is like a soulmate. I don't know if that is, but I've definitely had connections with people um, where I thought it could last for a very long time. And I felt like my best friend felt like we could talk about anything and we could do almost anything with each other. And I could just be 100 percent vulnerable and open and honest about every dynamic in my life. And I want the same thing in return. I want somebody to be like that with me, too. You know, um, let me know how I can love you, how I can take care of you, how I can be there for you, how I can support you. Tell me what you want, because I'm here. Your wish is my 
commands. <laughs> but, you know, I like, I just want my person and I want to be somebody else's person too. Especially when these kids are grown and out the door. Like, what are you going to do then? What are we going to do then? Huh? Huh? Be sugar mamas and sugar daddies? Like, seriously? Um, that's not, that's not really it. That's, that's not a good look. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a grandmama and a sugar mama at the same time. I mean, whatever floats your boat, but I'm just not trying to do that. Like I'm trying to have my big daddy, big papa with me and I'm with him and we just, you know, just do our damn thing. But I feel like I'm not finding those genuine connections. And I also feel like a lot of people don't like they think they too wrapped in social media or reality TV or whatever to the point where they think that relationships are supposed to be a certain way. And I feel like a bond is not supposed to be a certain way. A connection is not supposed to be one specific way. Like you can't make that shit up. That shit is just organic. I feel like a relationship has its own genuine, um, unique dynamic and DNA. Everybody's is different and it's special because it's yours and nobody else's. Like nobody else can ever duplicate that ever, ever. So I feel like a lot of times when you get into these situations with men or with women, they're trying to duplicate something that is impossible to duplicate. There's only one you. There's only one him. There's only one her. You know what I mean? Um... What I, I forgot, uh, Evie Eve had a song. I I do what they okay. Hold on, it goes. I do what they can't do. I just do me. And that's how she kills these bitches out here. That's how she. That's how you kill a motherfucker. If you ever want to kill a motherfucker dead and gone, just do you. Just be you, and be unapologetic about that shit. I'm dead ass serious. Can't nobody do it like you, baby. Don't try to duplicate these other relationships. Don't try to be relationship goals. Be you goals. You. Because that's what I want to do. I want to be me. I don't want to be what somebody else wants me to be. I want to be myself. I'm not trying to fit no perfect picture. I am the picture. And it's already perfect when you took the picture. We the picture. And the picture came out great when we took it. We don't have to fit it. The picture was us already. It it was made for us perfectly. That's the type of relationship I want. I don't want no motherfucking drama with these niggas. Like, I feel like niggas, they talk about females being so dramatic and problematic. Y'all niggas be on the same type of time. It be both of y'all. Like, it be men and women. It's a cultural thing. Like, it's, I swear, if you grew up in the 90s or the early 2000s, when, if you ever seen Flavor Flav, for the love of Ray J, um, them, them reality TV shows, Jerry Springer, Maury, y'all the people who are suffering from the effects of these TV shows that pers- that made this perception of, like this negative perception of relationships and dating, it's actually very trash. And I feel like this is what we're out here doing right now. We're dating multiple people and not choosing any of them at the end of the day. You know, like, what? 
not trying to have a genuine connection. It's just more so like trying to beat the next bitch, trying to beat the next man, trying to con your way to the top to get that rose, to get that just the win. Like it's that's all it is. And I'm not with that shit. Like I'm not trying to sit here and win no type of competition. For all that, I will sign up for a reality TV show. I would. But in real life, like I just want to really just feel safe and have a safe place to be myself and be appreciated for being myself and love for being myself. And I, I don't want to be around anyone else that is uncomfortable. Like if being around me or being with me makes you uncomfortable, please move around. I don't want no man to be with me that can't be himself and just... I don't care how dorky it is, how corny it is, how funny it is, or not funny. If that's who you are, and I could rock with that, and I'm comfortable with that, and I love that, be that. Like, give me a fair shot at loving you and being with you. You know, I feel like a lot of us, we cheat ourselves out of genuine situations, and we cheat ourselves out of genuine bonds by being fake. By being fake as fuck, not only to other people, but to ourselves, trying to put on a fake show and persona of who you want to be or who you think you should be looked at or viewed at. Like, just be yourself. Just be yourself. If you can't be with somebody and feel like you at home, then you with the wrong person. I don't really fuck with nobody or I don't try or... I try to stay away from people that I don't feel like I'm at home. Like my homegirls, my friends, you know, my a lot of my friends I consider my sisters. Like I consider them my family. Like that's cousin. That's cousin. Period. She get on my nerves sometimes because she does this little weird shit. But that's cousin. I'll go to her house and I'll fucking fall asleep at her house because that's home to me. If that makes sense. I hope it does. But I'm 30 years old. I'm grown as hell. Like, I'm not putting myself in places, no man, no woman, that I don't feel like is home to me. Home is safe. Home is secure. Home is where you can unwind. Home is where you can be vulnerable. Home is where you can recharge, recollect yourself clean yourself you know what I mean so I really don't want to be around people or places that I don't feel like I'm at home I'm good no thank you no buena no bueno adios see you later I'd rather be single or motherfucking alone because wherever I'm at wherever my home is truly at will still always be home so If I got to stay the fuck home all the time in order to feel safe and vulnerable and where I could recharge at, if that's the if my home is the only place I could feel that way, then I won't go nowhere. I would just stay home all the time. I would I I have done it. I have definitely done it. Um But when I step out into this world, I need to step into safe spaces all the time. I'm not about to sit here and just run into fire. And I feel like a lot of people have became comfortable with running into fire, running into traffic, running into toxic situations, running into drama, 
running into all this crazy stuff out here in this world. Baby, do you know that you could not do that? There's another life out there. There's other options out there. And I feel like people don't know that. People need to really find their place, find their village, find their people, and enjoy your life because life is short. Before you know it, we'll be old as hell. And I don't know about you, but I'm trying to be old as hell. And when I take my last breath, I don't want to have no regrets. I want to be like, I lived my life. I did the damn thing. Now it's your turn. Now it's my daughter's turn. You know, how, now it's my grandchildren's turn. That's it. That's all. Well, this is the end of this episode. I love you guys. Follow me on Instagram. The underscore situation underscore talk. I will follow you back. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.